This is Local Color, distributed by Your Public Studios, a podcast dedicated to the artists, entrepreneurs, and social innovators using their talents to make Baltimore and the DMV a better place. I'm your host, Jason V, and on the show today, Jerome Chester. He's a digital artist, painter, and wearable artist, as in he makes art you can wear. He makes pins, hats, visors, and of course, prints and other original pieces that are for sale. You can catch Jerome vending at art pop-ups, which he loves, and being more vulnerable on Instagram, which his followers love. Jerome is also preparing for his first solo exhibition titled, It'll All Make Sense. I first interviewed Jerome back in 2020 at the start of the pandemic, a simpler time, I guess. This episode was recorded a while back, and the impetus for this episode was running into Jerome at a Juneteenth block party in my neighborhood, Reservoir Hill. I enjoyed the conversation we had because in the last two years, it feels like Jerome's made progress as an artist and a person and done things to push himself outside of his comfort zone. Those actions seem to have paid off not only for him, but for those that follow and engage with him on social media as well. Let's get started. So this is the first time that we have talked or, or like you've done the podcast since 2020. That was when your first interview was. So can you just give us like a two-year life update? What's been going on with you? Man, uh, the last two years is, um, you know, since 2020, you know, everybody, everybody know how crazy 2020 was. Um, you know, the last two years, I've been pretty much been doing the same thing since I've been doing since 2020. But just probably like, you know, a little more of it, you know, you know, more collaborations, more traveling, you know, spending more time with my, you know, my kids, more nature, not taking any moment for granted. And I've just been like working, 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 working nonstop. So that's, you know, which which pretty much brings us into our subject. You know, I like the main topic of today, you know, we'll get into it a little later, but I've been like working nonstop, just like growing, you know, maturing you know, letting some things go, you know, picking some things up, you know, for the most part, but um, evolving, you know, into a better version of myself. Okay. Know? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I feel like a lot of people have been going back uh, inside themselves and kind of reevaluating uh, what is working for them and the things that they need to do to to lead the lives that they want to live. I think COVID has, yeah. has kind of been like a, a reset for um for a lot of us. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about is an update with the art that you've been doing. Uh, I was looking through your Instagram and I feel like I've noticed a change in like the subject matter of your art. So I just wanted to to hear it from you. Do you feel like your, your subject matter has changed and are you being influenced by new things as you're creating your art today in 2022? Well, I don't say my subject matter changed I guess more so the focus, like focusing on some things a little more than what I focus on. Like a big thing is like, of course, the mental health, more so like the identity of, of a man, you know, like of, of, of what a man is trying to figure these, figure some things out. Black folklore, spirituality, you know, uh, spirituality, and also like the preservation of, of, of Black Baltimore in a whole, you know. You're an artist uh you make things with your hands and then you you sell those things i remember when we were talking about um you creating wearable art and and clothing and stuff like that when you were younger um yes 
now that you're older and most recently like we saw each other at the juneteenth um like block party uh off of madison uh, where dovecote is yeah and i just want to talk about what what is it like as a like as an artist being a vendor at pop-up pop-ups and events and like 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 the anxiety behind that can you just talk about that well it's like two or three things um one thing is I'm always wondering, like, you know, am I going to meet my quota? You know what I mean? Um, I always have these numbers in my head. I'm like, I just hope I meet that number two. I'm always wondering, like, is the people, it's like, well, it's like really four. Well, number two is, um, did I pick the right event? You know, is everything going to flow all right? You know, is, you know, is everything going to be good? And is this stuff going to connect to this people, you know, to these people as it, as it did the last people? Am I going to meet some new people? Am I, am I going to make some new connections? Um, you know, and one of the one of the last things, one of the things I just thought about is as if which this this ties into something else. You know, if I keep doing these pop ups, you know, will I still be taken serious as a fine artist? You know, um, you know what I, you know what I still be, you know what I still be able to cross over and do all these other things, being these galleries and these museums and things, things of that nature. Have you, have you noticed or do you feel like if you're vending at pop-ups that you wouldn't be taken seriously? Like, is that like an experience that you had, or is that like how how like the art world is? Well, I think I had a conversation with this guy years ago, and um. He was telling me like I've heard it before. I heard it before he said it, but I remember him telling me, you know, you got to figure out what kind of artist you want to be. You got you got to figure out if you want to be a vending artist, a gallery artist, or a museum artist. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be all three. You know, I, I know I can be all three. I don't really know too many people that are. Well, I I know a few of them that that are being all three. And you know, these are the spire, These are the people I aspire to be like. You know, like Scent Rock. You know, J C Riviera, uh, Hebrew Brantley, of course. You know, a lot of people, a lot of artists, it seems like they didn't tend to branch out to branding and get into, in, into these tangible goods until they reach a certain plateau. And um, here I am, you know, as I'm still growing, I already started branching out. I think it's, I think it's like, I said it in another, in my Voyage interview, I was like, I just never really like to call myself an artist. You know, uh, I just always say I was a designer because I jump around from all these different mediums. You know, um, right now the meeting I'm I'm doing is digital. Everything is digital, and I I, I love digital. Yeah, I, and that 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 goes into something else as well. But yeah, I, I I love digital right now, and I love clothing. You know, like I said, just wearable art. You know, um, and I love the idea of wearable art. You know, hand created things. You know, because when people get original painting, the owner, the buyer they lock them away and you'll never see them again. But if I create something by hand, you know, like I said, you know, you just a walking, you know, uh, you know uh, a walking billboard, you know, a walking gallery. Getting back to, I guess, social media, because Instagram is another way for you to to sell your art. And I feel, I feel like over the years, Instagram has really become a great marketplace for independent artists. Um, yes. You know, sim- kind of similar to Etsy, but... I feel like Etsy is more for crafts and then something like Instagram, you can set up any type of shop on there as long as you have a, a product that people are looking for. Uh, yes. But 
like I said before, I was scrolling through your Instagram and I was curious about the change in your subject matter and new influences, but I also feel like I noticed a pretty small change in your Instagram and I, and I wanted to talk with you about it. Um, before, you used to not really show your face, even when I yeah, yeah. got, uh, I think the picture for, for our first interview, I don't think it was showing your face and now you're showing your face more. So can you tell me, um, can you tell me what prompted that change? Oh yeah, I um, I think it was like the Kanye West documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know the his Netflix friend, one, genius. Yeah, the Netflix one. Yeah, his friend, um, his friend believed in him so much or whatever. We we all know how the documentary went. His friend, you know, you know, a good friend of his before he even knew who he was, believed in him and started to document his life. And I think that, like, you know, if you go today and somebody try to document your life, they don't have that many pictures of you getting into some other things, not liking certain things about myself, but then also starting to embrace certain things about myself, you know. Um, and, you know, I, I just started showing my face, you know. And when I show my face, the, you, know, the, you know, the grandmas pop out and they tell me I'm handsome. So, you know, that <laughs> makes me want to show my face even more, you know. So, yeah, it's like stuff like that, though, you know, taking more pictures with my kids, you know. Because my father didn't have that many pictures at all of, of me. I don't have any, I don't really have any pictures of my father. So, um, and like I said, just taking more pictures of my kids, taking more pictures of them, you know, stuff like that. You know, I just want to leave them something that, that they can remember me by, you know. So, like I said, just, and that's, that's, that's pretty much where, you know, you know, where it was. I, and it's funny because even putting those pictures up now, just like, it was, a, it was a lot. It was like, I don't know, should I post this? Should I not post this? Because after a while, I, I was trying to be more so like a professional brand where I was just about to work. And I remember reading one of my uh, one of my good art friends. She would just yeah, put a post up one time. was like, you know, you know, you don't have to be like a, a full brand. Like you are a person, you know, you, you're multifaceted. You know, you don't have to just keep posting just your art. You, know, you could post your face, you could post, you know, you could, you could be all these different things and don't let this, you know, this, this engine try to box you in, you know, to just being this one thing. We'll be right back after a quick break. And when we return, I continue my conversation with Jerome Chester. I'm Jason V. This is Local Color. Stay with us. Hey, I'm Jason V. This is Local Color. And before the break, my guest Jerome Chester spoke about trying not to be pigeonholed as a, quote, vendor artist and how that label makes it harder to be taken seriously as an artist artist. As we continue our talk, Jerome comments on the feedback he's received when being more vulnerable on the gram and we get to details about his solo exhibition. People that I know personally they will have like a personal Instagram page and then they'll also have a, a a business page where they only post about business. But I've also seen people kind of do both where their business page is also the personal page. Like I have a personal Instagram, but I don't really, I don't really use it because I, I, I do the podcast and that's where most of my social media interactions come from. And it's funny because people, people really love that too. Like people love the, you know, the, 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 the interpersonal things. People love the personal things about you. People, um, like for example, um, it's this rapper, like Mano. Like I, I'm not a big fan of Mano's music, mm-hmm. but he, he has a great personality. And getting to know him as a person, getting to know, you know, like, you know, knowing things about him, watching his interviews, make me want to listen to his music. 
you know, and I, I, I like to liken it, you know, to me doing the same thing, like, you know, stop being so closed off to certain things because people can, can know, can get to know you through your art, but they can only know certain things. So just, it's, it's funny because <laughs> it's funny because I got this series for my show that's coming up mm-hmm. and um I posted, I started posting like these, like these little, these little quotes and stuff that I had in my head. And I realized that my, I was posting on my Insta story. I realized that every time I posted it, my views would like almost triple mm. to whereas I would just post something regular, like a flyer. Like if I posted something like, you know, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, you know, do you want friends or fans? And I say, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I posted it one day and just like the Insta story just went crazy, you know, like people reposting and stuff like that. So um i realized when i posted more that you know to the 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 personal thing people tend to relate more and i thought oh people really like this stuff you know i didn't think anybody was like looking at my story that much but like you know people are always watching (laughs) and you know so i started started doing more of that and people started to like relate to other things of that nature yeah absolutely i think people are always looking for stuff that they can relate to um on a personal level and also like on a surface level because at the end of the day that's what memes really are it's just making fun of or finding the humor in like super relatable ideas or concepts even if they're like dark comedy uh go ahead no i I just didn't want to be like justin la laboy i don't like (laughs) who who is that it's just a guy that all the women be like reposting they be like somebody was saying like he's a poster boy for toxic culture you know it's like the culture that we all love yeah you know we know it's killing us like you know we it's like it it, we know it's killing us but we can't help but laugh at it and repost it because there's a lot of truth to it Um, you know i just didn't want to be him like (laughs) i have to look him up on on ig uh but the the final point that i wanted to make about all of this getting back to what you were saying you you're kind of coming out of your shell. Actually, hold on, let me back up. Um, I just want to say like, personally, I appreciate that you were able to kind of go on that journey of self-exploration and come out on the other side and realize like, you know, I want to start posting more of myself and start letting people in more. Me, you know, as another black man who's gone through his own version of that, I think something that black men do not talk about enough is the fact that we are very, we have a lot of trouble with being vulnerable. And yeah, the act of you posting your face, you know, you're saying like, you just want to put yourself out there more, but what you're, what, what's really happening is like, I am allowing myself to be more vulnerable and show people who I am. And as you were saying, you're posting these quotes and stuff like that. People are interacting with it and reacting to it. Um, that means that they are like, they're receptive to, to what you're putting out. So I, I I applaud you for doing that. And then getting back to what you were saying about that rapper Mayno, it's like you're doing the opposite of what um, another rapper who I really liked. It's like you're kind of doing the opposite of what MF Doom did. You know, he wore oh, a mask. Oh man, listen. Yeah, he he wore listen. a mask. He, he <laughs> did not want people to kind of like look at him. He just wanted the people to see the product and the music. And I think it yes. did work for him. But he he had built up such a mystique around him that that mm-hmm. worked. But at the same time, it's like 
sometimes you just gotta you gotta let people in but i think that's how he did it through his yeah man that and that was what listen so i'm gonna be honest with you not a big fan of mf doom's music Mm -hmm. but like his mystique his brand i'm just looking at his interviews like him as a person Mm -hmm. oh my gosh man he was amazing like and once again you know like you know we always most of us are are, are usually late i got on mf doom late you know but just he was a man and it's funny because i was doing that for a while like trying to cover my face like him and like stuff like that mm-hmm. but i'm like man nah you know but i, I did that, that was one of the things i did love about him but he was he was amazing i actually have an mf doom piece that i posted on my instagram that's gonna be in my show is it the one um, where the, like uh it's like the like freddie gibbs with the mf doom man yeah okay. i can't wait for people to see this Man, I can't wait for people to see this one, man. It's about to be crazy. Yeah, let's jump into that now. You've mentioned it a few times. Uh, you have an upcoming show, so talk to me about it. What's it about? Uh, where's it going to be? Uh, give me the details. Well, this I have this show coming up called uh, It'll All Make Sense. Um, it's September 1st to October 2nd at the Alchemy of Art, 1637 Eastern Avenue. And, you know, this show mainly is about what we've been talking about, kind of this whole interview just you know um the 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 evolving of me the me coming into myself you know a whole new identity exploring all these different aspects of life and um these you know these new styles that i've adopted um like just new it's just just, like i said it's just an introduction you know i feel like it's a it's a real introduction to me as an artist like i kind of feel like um, I can't remember which one of the movies it was, one of the Transformer movies, when Optimus Prime, when the old Decepticon decided to join the Autobots and, you know, he killed himself so Optimus Prime could, like, you know, like, get some of his, like, parts so he could come, like, this super Optimus Prime. That's how I feel with this show. Like, uh, like you know, me, dis- you know, discarding my old self and just becoming this super version of myself. And, um, like I said, just, just more colors, you know, better concepts, better quality, like everything is just, it's just all new. And I can't wait for people to see it. Like, and the style, like you said, like the style changing, it, it came from me. It's just, like I said, the experimentation, like just trying these new, these new things, something ones that working for me before. And I started to like, not think as much and started to do more. I was like, man, I got to do Like, It's so funny because I used to be like, man, are people going to take me serious as a, as a fine artist if I'm doing digital work? Like, can I be? Like, you know, are people still going to invest as much? Like, do I have to be a painter? Because uh, at one time I thought, you know, artists were synonymous with paint. I thought you had to be a painter to be taken seriously as a fine artist. I, I, I could never answer the question. I was never really good at art. I just like being in the scene and it's a little bit different for me um as a podcaster Uh, but i think that that's great it sounds like this upcoming show is like a a culmination of the the self-exploration you've been doing uh these last few years during um during the pandemic so that is fantastic i'm definitely looking forward to it and i've never been to this alchemy of art place before so i'll be excited to to check that out as well um you got anything else you want to talk about I'm working on a collaboration right now with a very uh, amazing Tada artist that I'll be releasing soon. 
Um, but everything else is is mainly the show. Um, that's how I can really think about. It. That's how I'm, that I'm just full speed. I hate at this, you know, finishing up commissions, um, doing this collaboration, and then just doing this show. Um, I can't wait. I'm I'm like super excited and. And I remember when I first booked it in 2020, I was like, man, I got some time. I got some time. Then 2021 come around and I barely traded anything, you know, like the bulk of this work was done at the end of 2021 and the, and the beginning of this year. Um, so right now I'm just getting everything printed out, getting it framed. Like I said, I got some, I, I can't wait for people to see this stuff, but it's going to be cool. Awesome. That'll be great, man. Well, uh, Jerome Chester, I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me and, and, and just catching up. Yeah, man, it was good. It was great. It was great seeing you, you know, uh, uh, at the Juneteenth event. And um, like I said, I hope to see you at my show. Hell yeah, man. That was digital artist Jerome Chester. Follow him on Instagram at the Groovy Vandal. Be sure to check out his solo exhibition, It'll All Make Sense, from September 1st to October 2nd at the Alchemy of Art, located at 1637 Eastern Avenue. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Local Color. The podcast is hosted and produced by me, Jason V, and distributed by Your Public Studios. New episodes of Local Color drop the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to rate five stars and leave a review. Learn more about Local Color at WYPR.org.